the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and welcome to the 5 o'clock hour of Bob Bernie Live. Here's my telephone number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Well, we knew this was coming, but it is still really, really bad news. Here's the headline from today. Ohio Attorney General approves language in abortion protection petition. All right, here it is. The Ohio Attorney General, Dave Yost's office, has approved summary language in a petition to get a constitutional amendment placed on this November's ballot to make it an Ohio constitutional right to get an abortion for any reason at any time, clear up until the day of birth. Uh, It would mean overturning the heartbeat bill. It would mean uh, overturning every pro-life piece of legislation that has been passed by the people of Ohio through many years. All right, now, some people would immediately say, I thought Dave Yost was pro-life. How dare he do this? We're going to throw him out of office. Well, He is doing what he is required to do by the Constitution. He released this statement after he approved the language. He said, My personal views on abortion are publicly known. In this matter, I am constrained by duty to rule upon a narrow question, not to use the authority of my office to affect a good policy or to impede a bad one. So he has not approved this amendment, only the language, and said it um, it passes state law, it, it passes uh, constitutional muster to be placed on the ballot so the people of Ohio can actually make the decision. Uh, who's behind this? Um, Ohio Physicians for Reproductive Rights. Now, uh, of all demographics, of all people groups, it is harder for me to understand why physicians could support abortion with what they know in their training, uh, except that they've been brainwashed in medical school. Um, Our personal physician, wonderful, godly man, dear friend, uh, I asked him about this once, and he's just, he, not just, pardon me, he is a general physician, not just. He is a general physician, and I said, Doc, after all of the training you received in medical school, 
is there any possible way that you could conclude that an unborn baby is just a blob of tissue and that you could support the killing of an unborn baby? He said, of course not. With what I know about human development, the development of the child, the DNA, the unique individual unique individual DNA of every unborn baby. He said, no, I am a Christian and I oppose it on biblical grounds, but I also oppose it on medical grounds. That's why I just, it is, it is hard for me to understand how someone with advanced medical knowledge who has taken the Hippocratic Oath to do no harm and to do everything they can to save lives, I don't understand how any physician could support the killing of the most innocent among us, the unborn human baby. But Ohio Physicians for Reproductive Rights and Ohioans for Reproductive Freedom quote, have a goal of placing the constitutional amendment on November ballots, Uh, quote, it would assure access to abortion through what is called viability when the fetus is able to survive outside the womb. Most experts in the field believe that it could be interpreted to protect abortion up to the day of birth. That would be uh, fought in the courts. Um, Anyway, those on both sides are estimating this battle is going to cost $30 million on each side. People who are pro-life are going to need to raise $30 million to keep this thing off the ballot. And if it makes it on the ballot, to defeat it. Uh, Likewise, $30 million from the pro-abortion pardon me, from the pro-abortion people um, to get it on the ballot and then to get it passed. So what happens now? The Ohio Attorney General has approved the general language. It now goes to the Ohio Ballot Board. They will have 10 days to clear the ballot language. Then what happens is the pro-abortion people will start their signature-gathering phase to put this on the ballot. Under Ohio law, they must collect 413,446 signatures to put it on the ballot in November. How do they come up with that figure? That's 10% of the votes in the last governor's race. Um, The deadline is uh, July 5th to get this on the November 7th ballot. So let me just make this clear. Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost is in no way at all supporting this amendment. He has simply done what his office is required to do and rule on the language for the ballot. He has done that. It now goes to the Ohio Ballot Board. They have 10 days to clear the ballot language. If and when they clear that, then the abortion proponents will begin the signature-gathering phase, 
and they must collect 413,446 signatures to get it on the ballot, and uh, they will have to collect at least a hundred to 150,000 more than that because there is always a large number of signatures that, for one reason or another, are disqualified. But the pro-abortion people are radical, fanatical, and it would not surprise me at all if they uh, gain enough signatures uh, to get this on the ballot this coming November. The uh, deadline is July 5th, so we will know on July 5th whether this amendment to um, place abortion in the actual Constitution of the state of Ohio, we'll know by July 5th, and that's when we will really, really, really begin our battle against it. Now, I think many people would say, well, Bob, the people of Ohio have passed pro-life legislation on several occasions. The legislature has. Listen, folks, nothing is certain. Absolutely Nothing is certain. And we must be completely clear as to where we stand on this. And we must be willing to throw everything we possibly can uh, at defeating this dangerous, dangerous constitutional amendment. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. Hey, welcome back to Bob Bernie Live. Hey, we were just talking about something really, really serious, a possible amendment to the Ohio Constitution enshrining abortion. It would uh, overturn all of the pro-life legislation passed here in Ohio, including the heartbeat bill. Uh, We'll keep you up to date on that. Really serious stuff. So why not look at something a little lighter? Well, I guess, I guess it depends on how you look at it. Ford Motor Company has applied for a patent for technology that would allow vehicles. Are you ready for this? To repossess themselves. Now, I'm not talking about spiritual possession. I'm talking about financial repossession. Now, there's no indication that they're planning on doing this anytime soon, but they're filing a patent for the technology so that they can be out in front and so that no one else can steal the technology. The weird thing is the uh, patent application was submitted Uh, to the United States Patent Office back in August of 2021, but it was not formally published by the Patent Office until February 23rd of this year. And it gets really, really bizarre. The uh, title of the patent is Systems and Methods to Repossess a Vehicle. Yeah, systems and methods to repossess a vehicle. Uh, What it does, it outlines different technological methods that would be taken if the vehicle owner stops 
making payments. So if you get behind in your payments, these are the things that you that could happen. And several technologies are part of this patent application. <laughs> One of them is if you stop making payments on your car, whenever you get in your car and start it, the radio begins blaring out incessant and unpleasant sound. No, that's the actual that's the actual verbiage from the patent application. Uh, this technology may be turned on, quote, every time the owner is present in the vehicle. <laughs> so you would lose complete control of the radio. You're behind on your payments. You're going to go to work. Or you're going to pick somebody up or you're just going to go down to the store to get some milk and bread. You get in, turn the key on, start it up, and the radio begins blaring, and again, quote, incessant and unpleasant sound. Now, when does that stop? Well, when you get caught up on your your payments. That's one of the technologies. Here's the second one. Placing the vehicle in a, quote, lockout condition, meaning... It is unable to be driven unless in the case of an emergency situation like needing to go to the hospital. Now, I'm not sure how the car knows when it's an emergency situation. But the electric door locks would be activated and could not be unlocked by your key fob, by a key or whatever. In other words, you're behind on your payments and your own car says, you're not getting in today. Uh, quote, the repossession system computer. Now, again, I'm not making this up. I'm not making this up. The repossession system computer could be configured to communicate via network with various entities, entities such as, for example, a computer of the repossession agency a computer of a police authority, or a computer of a medical facility, or a computer of a lending institution, and or a personal communication device of the owner, the application states. Hmm. Now, it gets even more technical. Quote, The computer may also use mounted cameras, like backup cameras, to determine whether the car has been parked inside a closed garage in order to foil a repossession operation of the vehicle. So, you know your car may be repossessed because you haven't made any payments, but you lock it in the garage at night. Well, the repossession communication computer in your car would be able to determine whether it's in the garage or not and send a signal to the repossession agency or the lending company or the police or whatever to say, look in the garage. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Uh, Let me continue. Oh, it gets worse. I'm, I'm not to the craziest part yet. Hang in. 
If the driver has missed payments, the driver would first be sent a notice of payment delinquency. Well, of course. If the driver continues to miss payments and ignore the notice, functions would slowly be disabled in the vehicle over time. Little by little, you begin losing control of the car. If the driver still continues to miss payments, the vehicle would be placed in a locked-out state, meaning that the door lock mechanisms would be disabled, preventing the owner from getting inside on days or times that the owner is prohibited from using the vehicle. So in other words, you might be able to drive it to work, but nothing else. As soon as you got home from work, the door is locked. You can't get in. Um, quote, during the days that the owner is allowed to access the vehicle, like weekdays to get to work, the owner would be limited to a geofence location. No travel is permitted outside the geofence, the patent application states. Um, talk about Big Brother. Um, if the owner still misses payments and doesn't reach out to the lender, here's where it really, really gets bizarre. If the owner still misses payments and doesn't reach out to the lender, semi-autonomous vehicles may be instructed to move to locations that are more convenient for a tow truck to tow the vehicle. So if it's semi-autonomous, your vehicle will just Drive away and go to a local parking lot where a tow truck can pick it up. But we're not done it, not finished. Autonomous vehicles, you know, self-driving vehicles. Autonomous vehicles would be instructed to drive itself to the repossession agency, an impound lot, or a junkyard. <laughs> Your, your your vehicle will be instructed to drive to, I'm not making this up, to an impound lot or a junkyard, depending on the market, ve- market value of the vehicle. <laughs> your car, if it's not worth a whole lot, it'll just drive down to the local junkyard and turn itself in. Oh, my goodness. Um. If the owner blocks attempts to repossess, the vehicle's computer may transmit a complaint to the computer associated with the police authority. Mm-hmm. According to the drive, Ford's application does not mean that the automaker would necessarily implement this technology, but instead simply wants to protect its idea. With the mentions of autonomous vehicles, this technology could be years away. But that that is the direction. Oh, my goodness. Most of the cars that Joy and I have owned, they would, they would just drive themselves to the junkyard and say, here I am, smash me. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, that... Uh, That is a genuine patent application from Ford Motor Company. Again, they have no intention of implementing it soon. They just want to protect the idea. 
Well, we're going to protect this commercial. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.